We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. It's the Bart Winkler Show, and that is who I am, and good to be with you on this Thursday, the 19th of 2023 in the month of october october is actually a derivative uh, derivative i believe of the latin word for act uh, eight but it's the 10th month <laughs> it's crazy life's crazy crazy shit uh james robinson you want to talk about numbers he will be wearing number 24 the packers have signed running back james robinson to the practice squad we may see him elevated this weekend against denver we may not i don't know but James Robinson is an interesting case of a guy who I thought was very, very good. If you were in dynasty leagues of uh, years past, James Robinson is the kind of guy that you trade for and then think he's going to be in your backfield for a long time. I believe it was when the Jaguars, Jaguars, the Jaguars uh, drafted Travis Etienne. People were like, well, I mean, you, you got James Robinson. The guy had. 1,070 yards with Jacksonville in 2020. Then even in 2021, he had 796. Then uh, his run in Jacksonville was short-lived. He moved on to the Jets. He's been on three different practice squads already this year. The Patriots, the Giants, and now uh, your beloved uh, Green and Gold. So I don't know. I think like he's only 25. He's from the great city of Rockford, Illinois, not Cherry Valley, but Rockford. And he is a, he is a Packer now on the practice squad. So that's interesting news. But again, this is a guy who, I mean, this is, this is the churn and burn of running backs guy at a thousand yard. I really thought he was like the next great back. I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of stunned. Like I'm excited. We have him, but also uh, what is he good? Uh, nobody wanted him. He's been on three different places. He, he was good. Unless I'm just like overdoing it on how much uh, I liked him in Jacksonville. Maybe I had a couple good fantasy weeks with him and, and it stuck with me. I'm not sure. But he is a member now of the uh, Green Bay Packers. So speaking of the Green Bay Packers, this episode will feature one Peter Bukowski, Peter of Locked On Packers. He will be coming up here momentarily. Then we'll have some voicemails, and, uh, and then we should be good to go. The episode tomorrow, uh, I believe I'll have Horvat and his picks. 
and then we'll do a post game show Sunday after Packers Broncos. Post game show, lock it in Thursday night. Bucks and the Sixers to open the season. Uh, we'll be doing Bucks post game shows throughout the year, definitely on the weekdays. I believe I'm going to go to the game on November 3rd if anybody's there. Um, I was hesitant on it because it was World Series game six that night, but I Brewers aren't. Uh, I was I I was one day I was putting in the calendar in my calendar in my phone all the potential like days so I knew when the Brewers would be in the NLDS and the NLCS and the World Series and it was just a waste of time it was it was ten minutes of my life that I will never have returned to me but for that reason I know when I look at my iCal that uh, that World Series Game Six is that night I only know that because I put it in there because I thought just maybe just maybe the Brewers will be in that contest. Um, speaking of the Brewers, Locked On Brewers, me and Freems hooking back up. That was his episode yesterday, so you can check that out if you are uh, in the market for more Bart and Chuck content. Again, more agreeable Bart and Chuck content. So the the fights of yesteryear, maybe it's because like when we were in studio together, me and Chuck Freeman on the fan, we were in different rooms. We're in the same room, but we're in, he was in like a production studio. So there was only a wall between us. And it, maybe that wasn't enough. Maybe what we needed was an actual, like there's actual dozens of miles between us. And we're just talking on the internet. Maybe why that's why it's so agreeable these days. Um, I got a voicemail here from Matt in the falls. This is important. We are trying to provide coverage as much as we can to all of our different uh, great teams in the area, no matter who you like. So obviously we'll talk Milwaukee Panthers as we've done. Uh, the Milwaukee Admirals get started pretty soon. You know, uh, Marquette is up and ready to go. Number five, I believe, in the country. The Wisconsin Badgers exist. And uh, let's not forget, we have on this show a Minnesota Wild correspondent. Remember, in the playoffs, Matt would go to those games and then drive back that day, those playoff games. So this guy's dedicated. This is a Carl's Place voicemail, 402-915-BART. Check out Carl's Place and the golf simulators. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. Here's Matt in the falls. Hey, Bart, it's me, um, the official Minnesota Wild correspondent of the Bart Winkler Show podcast. Um, just checking in. Season started last week. Uh Third game's going on right now. We're up 5-1 against the Canadiens. Um, team's looking good, to be honest. Um, our stars are in their prime. We got one of the oldest teams in the league, a lot of experience, a lot of know-how. Um, got a couple good young players. Um, we'll see how they turn out. But, you know, we got a few guys with their first NHL goal of, the, uh, of their lives. Sorry, just in this young season. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, you know, we can crawl our way up to like a four or five seed. Um, maybe win a playoff series. See what happens. Should be a fun year. Should be a really fun year on Valley Sports Wisconsin um, for any people who enjoy good sports. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Uh, yeah, Valley Sports airs select Minnesota Wild games for now. That Remember, the, some of these Valley Sports have gone away. And our Valley Sports is still around. I don't know that it makes it the whole Bucks season. It's nothing to do with the Bucks. I was surprised it made it through the Brewers season because you're seeing 
some of these valleys go bankrupt and then the teams are trying to have a direct to consumer option. Ultimately, I think the Bucks might end up back on like Channel 18 or WMLW with the option for people outside of the city or even in the city to buy a, you know, Bucks Plus or something. I think when that happens, it's going to be like you'll find out on Wednesday and it'll happen by Friday. But I am still I am surprised with everything that we heard and everything that we know about Bally's that that they're still up and kicking. Uh, you know what is up and kicking? That promo code, son. Happyplacemp.com. Promo code bar 25% off everything you order from those fine, fine people that delivered gummies to you. Top of the gummy to you. We've got the Delta 8s, the Delta 9s, the THC free mangoes. The CBD CBN, the Delta 850 milligram. You don't need to drive to any border to get some of the stuff that you need when you're looking to just relax and veg out and have a good time watching. Oh, I'm I'm so far past Marvel that I just watched the Venoms. Didn't do Morbius yet. And now I'm doing the X-Men because I got to get ready for Deadpool 3. I haven't even seen the Deadpools. So I just watched where Wolverine went to Japan, which was very like Ninja Turtles 3 of him. Like, let's have us let's do a sequel about this guy. Where do we go? I don't know. Go to Japan. There's probably something going on over there. Get the uh, Japan movie ticket sales. I'm sure it did very good over there. Always good to see uh, Hugh Jackman as Jimmy Logan. So, yeah. And then next I'm on to Days of Future Past, I think it's called. The X-Men, the part of, of X-Men that's like that X-Men fans just embraces, none of it works. None of it makes sense. You know, I'm a big timeline order guy, and they're like, don't do it. Nothing works. They lose powers and gain powers and can't walk and can walk, and none of it works. Anyway, Mystique and Lo- Mystique and Charles, I guess, were brother and sister-ish. That was never brought up. Weird. Uh, happyplacehemp.com, the perfect, the perfect thing to ingest while I'm trying to sort through these continuity errors are those gummies. And of course, the ones that help me sleep each and every night, the CBD, CBNs, happyplacehemp.com. Anything I just mentioned, you can try their sampler packs. You can get them and, and try them and then order again. And you can still use the promo code BART, 25% off happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART. Peter Bukowski, Locked On Packers. He will be joining us uh, with simple questions. Is Matt LaFleur bad? Is Jordan Love bad? Are the Packers bad? And I think in the 20 or so minutes that I speak with him, I think we can all, the the, the Packers, there's going to be so many questions and conversations with the Packers. I think we can all boil it down to like one sentence. It'll kill the content possibilities, but this seems there, there's something very cut and dry about this Packers season that we're not ready to to realize. And I don't think Peter and I, or at least I didn't realize until we started talking. So there is a tease for the thing you're already invested in. Stick around. More coming up. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I am joined by Peter Bukowski of Locked On Packers and The Leap. Hey, Pete. Hey, Bart. How's it going, man? Pete, is Jordan Love good? <laughs> you know what's so funny is I was literally just before we jumped on here talking with Zach Cruz from Packers Wire about what a statistically odd quarterback he is. Like, I was looking at some of the splits, and he's a top 10 quarterback in EPA per play on first down. He's seventh. He's 13th in EPA per play, so solid on third down. And then, like, by far the worst quarterback in the league on second down. It just doesn't, it doesn't compute. He's a top five quarterback in the first half and a, or in the second half and a bottom five quarterback in the first half. Like that just doesn't make sense. He was pretty good. The first three games, he was pretty bad. The last two games. I, I don't know where we are right now, other than we need more time to figure this out. Yes, we do. And I think that that is where I'm coming from. I want to see a full year before I, before I have an answer to that question. You can say like in a game, like that last game was bad. And then so you're trying, but there's games that were good. I mean, the Bears game was great. I still think like the definitive Jordan Love moment for me was when they came back against the Saints. Yeah. And that was, that showed me like, what you're trying to find out is in this NFL, Pete, as you know, there's a there's like seven or eight guys. And then there's six or seven or eight guys that aren't guys, but get paid like guys because- we're not going to get a guy and we don't want to have one of those guys. And we're just trying to at least figure out is Jordan love like one of the second tier of guys. Could he be one of the first tier? I don't know, but 
I just want to know. But then even if he is a second tier, I don't want to pay $40 million to a guy if he's Daniel Jones tier. So they need to figure out a lot. And that's why people coming out and saying, ah, I just don't see it. Like, give me a year. And then I think we'll know. I don't think like what we, if we see a year, Peter, and then we're like, well, give him another. I think we'll know after a year where he is. Right. I thought, I thought for sure we would. Um, but I also underestimated, I think, how much the youth of this team would affect everything going on with the offense. And we saw in the True. first couple of games, it didn't really matter that much. Like they found ways to manufacture offense. Uh, Aaron Jones in, in the second half of that Bears game against the Falcons. They didn't have Aaron Jones. It was Jordan Love slinging the rock and looking really good in that third quarter to give them a two-score lead. It was the defense that blew it. And then, of course, it was the fourth quarter. Like, it, it is hard to overstate the difference between what Desmond Ritter did, for example, in coming back from two scores against Atlanta, where it's mostly like Bijan Robinson and then a couple nice designed run plays. And then Jordan Love against one of the five best defenses in the league, having to throw the ball 30 times, basically, in the second half and leading the team essentially single-handedly back. That's a different, that's just a different level of quarterback play. And so those are the moments like did, did just look at some of the quarterbacks like Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is an awesome player. He has that, that playoff win where they came back from um, what three scores down against the chargers, but like seven, nothing. What is four scores? What is, what is the definitive regular season game that he's played? What is the definitive regular season? Justin Herbert game that he's played the signature moment of his career. Jordan love already has that. Like I did this crazy come from behind thing against a really good defense already. But to my original point part, like Jaden Reed is going to have three missed assignments a game. Dontavian Wicks is going to have three missed assignments a game. Luke Musgrave is going to have three or four missed assignments a game. Tucker craft, the list goes on and on. And it was one thing. And I, I had someone mention this on Twitter. One of my followers, it was one thing last year when Christian Watson was coming along slowly and then he can break out in week 10 because they have Aaron Rodgers, they have David Bakhtiari, they have Aaron Jones, they have Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. And we can, we can make a lot of jokes about Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. And guess what? You and I have, uh, but they were stabilizing forces in this offense. And I think I personally underestimated how much chaos that would create. We've seen it the last two weeks where I think Jordan Love has felt like he's had to be in playmaker mode. And that's just not right now where you want him. And and the young pass catchers are not ready to go there with him. This whole thing, it just seems like, like, so we're talking about Jordan Love. And I want to, you know, you want to see what you want to see. And then I was going to talk about how, yeah, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, 2008. It wasn't a bunch of rookies. It was Favre's team. And then I'm thinking, in talking about Jordan Love, that branches me to Matt LaFleur. Cause I, I have, I have a lot of, I'm very, I, I'm out on Matt LaFleur. I'm out. I'm just so you know, I am out. Uh, the main reason I'm out is that the things that I don't like that he does that hinder the team are the same things that happened five years ago. So we can talk about him, but then as you're talking about this team and they're young and there's no, and well, that, then that's a Gudikins thing. So you drafted this guy, you put him through an impossible situation and then when you finally allow him to start, you're there with a bunch of like college interns, basically. I mean, it's it's a very young team. 
I don't know. Like, where was the foresight there? Not that should well, they have I, built I think a the foresight was this have... is what they want. I think this was the intention. I think that they... everybody be young and be like little giants out there. Yeah. I mean, obviously they wanted, they, they thought that they could, they could be a little bit more successful consistently than they have been. But I think the point of building the team this way was to have everyone grow together and have everyone be on the same timeline. And that's what they have. But these mistakes can compound. And when you have one or two guys trying to figure this all out, that's one thing. When you have five or six, then it becomes another. Then you add in Rashid Walker, first time starter on the offensive line. And you're shuffling other guys along the offensive line. Zach Tom is a first time starter for as talented as I think he is at right tackle. And so there's just a lot of youth on this team. I, I think like in a, in a perfect world, I would sit down with Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekinds and a bottle of Buffalo Trace and I would get to the, the root of what exactly the goal of this year was. <laughs> I don't think they went into this year going, we can win this Super Bowl with these guys. And so that's where your idea of, well, this is a good against problem. No, this is a feature, not a bug. I think they designed it this way. And whether or not it works is going to be ultimately on Brian Gutekinds. They expect, I think, I believe they expected it to go more or less how it's gone with the exception of just getting embarrassed by Detroit. I don't think they expected to just get like punked out on their home field by Detroit, but I, I, I do think they expected plenty of growing pains from this group. Well, bringing them all in the same timeline is a good theory in some sports. Like that's more like a baseball thing almost. It is. And and what's interesting is it's really not been tried very often. And in fact, the only teams that have really attempted it have done so out of necessity. The youngest pass catching group of the last 30 years, other than the one Green Bay currently plays, is the expansion Cleveland Browns in 1999. That's it. And that team, I don't know if you know this, pretty bad. Did not win games. Uh, and so... This is an, an experiment that hasn't really been tried. And I think if you look around the league, you go, well, maybe some other teams should have tried it. Like maybe Carolina would have been better off not signing the corpse of Adam Thielen and better off trying to go a little bit more all in with some the young corpse of Adam catchers. Thielen. He's like the top receiver in the league. He is the top receiver in Carolina because he's I'd the kill for Adam Thielen have. on this team right now. No, Adam Thielen is cooked. He is what? absolutely cooked. I would not want Adam Thielen on this Packers team because he's taking snaps from Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson and Jaden Reed. I just would much rather have those guys because in a year, if he's taking 40 snaps a game, I don't know what I have in Dontavian Wicks. I don't know what I have in Romeo Dobbs. And that's a problem. And so I think that's why you saw, okay, Big Bob Tunyon out the door. Mercedes Lewis objectively could help this team out the door because it's like, well, but what they want is for Tucker Craft to play that role in a year. And so you got to give the football is the ultimate learning on the job sport. And if you're okay, not being competitive for a year, if you think it's only going to take a year, then I think this is all fine. The problem becomes, and I mentioned this on lockdown Packers recently is if you've created too much chaos to actually get a read on what Jordan love is. If he doesn't think his receivers are going to be in the right place at the right time, and he gets skittish, and he goes into playmaker mode, then that becomes problematic, and it hurts your eval of Jordan Love. Like, look at Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't trust any of those guys, and rightfully so. Kadarius Tony is never in the right place at the right time, and even if he is, and Patrick Mahomes throws it to his face mask, he could drop it, and so 
We've seen this with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Black backyard football, 2018, great example. Like, I don't trust anybody, so let's just, let's just like mess around. I almost said words I'm not supposed to say on the radio. And and that's that's not helpful either. And so that's it. It's a delicate balance to try and walk. I think they they thought Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson would be able to contribute more to this team than they have. And and the same is true for Aaron Jones. Now, in the case of Watson and Jones, they've been hurt. And so it's not that's not really that fair. We'll see what it looks like moving forward. We're saying all this stuff, like, and then I think about, you know, I was looking at the standings as one does, and the NFC's got, there's five, there's five playoff teams. There's the Lions, the Niners, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the NFC South winner, five playoff teams. And then the Packers are in a thing with Atlanta and New Orleans and uh, Washington and Seattle and the Rams, and they could be a playoff team. But then they would like they would get smoked by any of these teams. So it's not a Super Bowl year. So that that I I think like some of us, me I, I think all fans. I'm not I'm not subtweeting anyone. It's a weird adjustment because after that Raiders game, if they were good and this was a Super Bowl year, it would be a full week of the horse collar play. Get this bet, and we didn't even bring it up. There's no reason to talk about it. Who cares? But the fact that they lost to the Raiders, like. That's where I met with this team is they're not going to be 10 and seven, maybe nine and eight. I don't know. Eight and nine, whatever. Just don't be like three and 14. Don't lose to the Raiders. If they lose to the Broncos this week, like what's the point? Don't lose to the bears. They got that check. Okay. I just, I want to see them like, I don't know, like learn and grow. Just show me signs week to week. The way that we're feeling is we're feeling worse than we did five weeks ago. That's bad. Well, but that's only if you assume that over the course of the season, progress is linear and always linear and has to be linear. And I just, I don't believe that. And and I think that we've seen that. So we're on a more like time. TVA timeline. Yeah. There's, there's branches all over the timeline and um, in the NFL, there's no pruning it. So you just have to deal with what you have to deal with. Um, and so look, uh, the Packers have to play better than they have the last two weeks, but if they play, and I said this on my show, like, if Jordan Love played the way that he did the first three weeks for the entire season, I would give him the Daniel Jones contract without a problem. Like, I think that guy who is volatile, but a big play hunter, and I compared to um, a power hitter in baseball, he might hit 220, but if he hits 45 home runs, who cares? Um, all of a sudden, he's striking out more, not hitting home runs, and you're going, okay, well, maybe that average thing is a bigger problem than um, you know we we initially thought when he was hitting all these home runs. That's that's something that I'm willing to entertain now after two more games. But two more games, Bart, is like the same size almost as the sample of the three games that were good. So that's that just tells you how small a sample we're really looking at here. And to me, this is this is so much about just like he's got to get the reps. Brian Gutekind said it last year. He's done everything in practice that they wanted and needed him to do. Now it's about just getting reps. And I don't think we should expect that just go up, 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 up. Like this is not going to be Apple stock. This is going to be something much more volatile. And part of that is to the point that I made earlier about all these young players. Like you're just not going to get consistency out of Jaden Reed and Luke Musgrave and Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and Dontavian Wicks. When your whole offense is that, and it's certainly not AJ Dillon. We know what that looks like. Then 
you know, it, it becomes harder for Jordan Love to be consistent. If if we're still going, what's the deal come like Christmas time? Then I think you have a problem. I don't. So I'm I'm out on Matt Lafleur. Are you? Does that? I I don't I don't know what that means, Bart. Because this is a guy who went 13 and like won 13 games three straight years. Like that just doesn't happen. So here's overnight. my here's my here. So. Matt LaFleur, the way that I am feeling about LaFleur. You even say it so disdainfully. Matt LaFleur. What should I say? I No, no. It's just the way you, whatever, for whatever reason, the way you say it. LaFleur. There's a flourish. There's a LaFleurish at the end that just makes me go, ooh, Bart hates this guy. (laughs) Peter Bukowski. (laughs) Okay, so MLF. Yes. It's the Coach Bud pattern. Coach Bud, Coach Bud, oh, we should fire Coach Bud. Why? He's got this record. He did this. He did this. He did this. Okay. Well, the problems that he's having in year five are the same that he did in year one, and that I just feel like I don't know. You well, can't, but that was true, Coach Bud, and then they won the title. Yeah, they win in spite of him because Giannis. Well, I mean, I think I think he deserves. Well, we don't have to get into the. We, I mean, I'm sure you're. Oh, Bud deserves. There's a, there's some credit. Bud gets Bud gets some of that pie. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Lafleur, I just don't think he is a coach. I think he's a. I don't even want to say coordinator. Like the the league right now, I think there's more. Here's where I framed it earlier this week. Coaching coaching football used to be this like only a few people had this wisdom. Only a few people could unlock the secrets of what football looked like. And then kids started playing Madden and, you know, people started looking at, oh, there's this, there's this all 22 tape. And then other people started breaking down film and coaches will still always say, you don't know what's going on in that play. You can't know. You won't know. You The fact of the matter is we kind of do. Yeah. Like it is, it, you're not, it's not the 32 best coaches in the world are not the 32 people that have these jobs anymore. And the lack of, and this true. is not just a LaFleur thing, this this game management stuff where it's not even like they do the wrong thing. It's they are presented with situations that they are stunned. They have to process. Oh, God, a fourth and two with this much time on the Like, what do I do? Like, how do I, how do I treat this? Uh, I just, there's a lot of that in LaFleur, I think. And, you know, I got on him when he was crying at halftime, but I don't know. I don't know that he's the right guy. So it's so interesting that you say that to me because I feel like in a lot of ways, Matt LaFleur is better suited to a team like this temperamentally and from a, a skill standpoint than he was for the 2019 team, the 2020 team, and the 2021 team. Those were veteran teams. I My impression of Matt LaFleur is that he is a, a teacher coach. He wants to explain, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is why we're going to do it. This is all the cool stuff that we're going to add to it. And then this is the layer we're going to add later. And let me explain it to you and teach it to you. And we're going to talk about technique and fundamentals and all that cool stuff. And I think he's, I think he's potentially very good at that. I was surprised at how good he, he seemed to be as a culture setter, a tone setter. I mean, I talked to Billy Turner about this and he spoke about it unprompted. And, and, you know, if you've ever heard Billy Turner speak or talk to Billy Turner, he brokes, he, he, he brokes no BS. You know what I mean? Like he's going to tell you what he feels. No one oh, is, he as, nailed the Sean Payton situation perfectly. 
Absolutely. And this is, he, he unprompted brought up to me. I had not been in that locker room. He was a free agent when Matt LaFleur was a first, that first year. And he was like, Matt walked into that room and commanded the attention of every single person in that locker room and said, you guys have done things a certain way here. You're not going to do that anymore. We're doing it this way now. And everyone said, okay. Hmm. And that buys like just however he did it. There is an aura football players have been coached by charlatans and, and you know, like there is no bigger group of charlatans on planet earth than college football coaches. Um, may, maybe high school football coaches. And oh, so, absolutely. Uh, and so they know what phony looks like and they're just, they're not going to be into it. My point is Matt LaFleur, if he were a phony, I think the players would be able to smell that. And if anyone could smell that, it would be Billy Turner. So I believe in Matt LaFleur, the culture guy. I think that's an important part of coaching. I think John Harbaugh like makes a living on that. He won a Super Bowl doing that. Mike Tomlin in a lot of ways. But you're right to point out like fourth and two in plus territory. Why are you calling the try and get them to jump off sides and then take the delay of game and then punt it thing? Like, why are you doing that? Why at the end of the first half against Atlanta, are you, are you going to attempt a field goal and then you take the delay and then it's still a makeable field goal and you... Uh, still don't kick it. Like some of those decisions, we didn't see those issues the last couple of years. And I think part of that is because he's got more responsibility on the sidelines. He's coaching these guys up in a different kind of way. It is the inherent conflict between being the play caller and the head coach. So I think in some ways, I want to see more of Matt LaFleur in this scenario. And a lot of the same ways, I want to see more of Jordan Love in this scenario because it's just such a new thing for him to have all these young guys to be constantly going, okay, I don't know what we can hang our hat on this week. We're going to try this. And I don't know if these guys are ready to do this. And, and I need Luke Musgraves to be able to block this defensive end, but I don't know if he can do that, but we need him to. And so let's just go see. And then we get into these questions, Bart, about like, are, are the Packers putting their young players in bad positions or are they just asking them to learn on the fly? And, and I fall very much in the latter camp, but still, you, you get judged in the NFL based on whether you win or lose, not whether you like gave it your, your God's honest try. Like that's just not how this works. Uh, and so th they're, they're going to have to do more than just give it the old college try. They're going to have to start producing. Or I think they're you're going to get more of these Matt LaFleur questions. You are not the only one. You're not the only Packer fan who's going, yeah, get this guy out of here. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I don't think he has it. I Both do think he has fanatic. it. I need, I, need, I need to see more too. Fan is short for fanatic. That's why I feel that way. Uh, so to sum it up, to sum it up, the Packers are going to have growing pains because they're a young team, which was by design. So I guess this is what we get. I mean, we can we can do all the pods we want on it, but it's pretty simple. They're a young team trying to figure stuff out. It it does not always make for great content because <laughs> in 2018, it was very easy for you and I to get on our respective platforms and yell and scream and gnash our teeth and rend our garments and say, this team should be better than this. Mike McCarthy is a moron. Like that team had expectations that had a lot of veterans on it. That has Aaron Rodgers ostensibly in, in his physical prime still. Now we didn't know he was dealing with a serious knee injury at the, at that time. We knew he was dealing with a knee injury. Yeah. Um. And so like, I, this is a different situation. And I think it's also, you tell me if you feel this way. I find it sometimes difficult to talk about this team because in August, everyone was so excited including me. I was just excited to see what it would look like. 
And I'm still very excited to see what it would look like. And I find myself being blinded by that sometimes. Like I, I know that there are a lot of fans who are still very much outcome driven, but because I'm so in the weeds on like trying to figure out why is this happening? What is going on here? Are they doing this? How is this working? That I'm so excited to do that, that I forget that like, ultimately your job is to win football games. And I think that's why sometimes I will lose sight of, you know, um, some of, some of the things that, that fans do get annoyed with. Cause I'm just sort of like, I don't, I frankly don't care about that stuff right now. And, and that's, that's just going to be this inherent conflict that comes up. It's hard being us. I've always said. <laughs> Peter Bukowski. Thank you. Thanks Bart. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can follow Peter on Twitter at Peter Bukowski, uh, Locked On Packers, and then he also writes at The Leap. So thanks to Pete for his time. As always, it is much appreciated. A couple more voicemails. Um, I'll do one from Hot Take Jake first, and then I've got a long one from Bucky Boyd. Ooh, Bucky. All right, so again, voicemails, 402-915-BART. The Pete interview, by the way, if you're a video man, I should have brought that up first. Available on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. YouTube.com backslash at Bart Winkler Show. All of the videos can be found also at BartWinklerShow.com, which exists. And I have to get back in there and, like... The guys at Sunant made me an incredible website and it's so like exactly what I need. And then I just like, I let the RSS do the work, but I got to get in there, man. I got to, I got to get in there. All right. Here is hot take Jake. Good morning. Winklerverse. Uh, first things first, your boy hot take Jake here. Let me talk to you. I think I'm becoming a Marjan Bochamp truther. Love what I saw from him in the preseason game there against L.A. Um, the intensity is there on the defensive end. He's doing things with the ball in his hands. From a ball handling standpoint that we haven't really seen from him yet. So I think he's uh, maybe, maybe ready to take that next step. Secondly, I wanted to call in and kind of back you up a little bit, Bart, because I respect Justin Garcia's about the national media and that there's no reason for us to get upset about what these you know casuals that are on TV think about the Bucks. I understand that's very, very rational of him. And yet, it still does bother me. I can't lie. I'm, I'm right there with you. But hopefully, the Bucks let their play do the talking and we'll have a lot of bookmarked 
tweets, not X posts, that we can come back to and revisit and enjoy later on. Lastly, self-checkout lanes. You're, you're right, Bart. I, I don't blame you. Snatch the receipt, roll the eyes, go all Karen. The newest one for me last week was I apparently was scanning the items too fast or something. Now, these self-checkout lanes have a video review portion. So, you know, the high school kid comes over. It's literally like, you know, instant replay in the NFL. He goes into the little booth. He has to review the video and then tell you if you're good to go or not. This is my whole deal with the self-checkouts. I understand why they were implemented. However, you cannot force me to do a job that you should be getting paid to do and then question the manner in which I do it. So I'm right there with you, buddy. Let's burn these suckers to the ground. Anyways, I got to get going here. Uh, I'm going to hop on the bike, maybe uh, meet up with the boys over at Maddie's Bar and Grill, maybe have a cigar, a couple Bud Lights. You know how we do. As a great man once said, well, if you're at Maddie's, just walk across the street. Go to Happy Place Hemp. That's where they are. They're right. They're right across the street. Now, Maddie's funny fact, guys. Maddie's is in New Berlin, but across the street is Muskego. So, yeah, uh, get on over, and maybe you'll see Chris or Rob at Maddie's. Um, wanted to do some Bucks playoff stuff there last year, and then the Bucks. Uh, we're in the playoffs for about 27 hours. Packers, too. Jake's uh, phone audio quality is always very good. Uh, so I don't know what he's using, but you guys, some of you need to follow suit. Um, oh, so I get, like, people steal a lot of shit in the self-checkout. So I, I'm very, like, I'm not, I know that. There's an old acquaintance I had that recently got arrested because uh he forgot something in the bottom of his cart which i have done as well and you know but i've also bought shit and then forgot it there i think that all evens out but this guy's like oh, i forgot something and then they reviewed all of his purchases and he he forgot something 12 times over a three-month span so uh that you know does add up um so i get like but it's if you're you're letting these people self check out, there should be some sort of like honor code. I don't know. It felt it felt very police state to me. I bought a pack of burritos and a six pack of soda and garbage bags. And I, it's not it's not like I had a hundred items. I mean. I'm at checkout. It's nine in the morning and no one's there. You think I'm going to try to steal? If I'm going to try to steal, I'll steal when there's a lot of people there. You know, I, I know, I know how to steal. So get me then. Uh, Bucky Boyd has called in. I usually see it. Google Voice transcribes it for me. What you guys say. This one did not do that, so I have no idea what the fuck this guy's about to say. I've got none. No clue. Here's Bucky. Our Bucky boy checking in. Uh, just wanted to uh, articulate some thoughts about the Bucks preseason game on Sunday night. Um, 
probably the. I will say they also did play Tuesday. Uh, they lost. Damian Lillard had a bad shooting night. None of that bothers me. I was joking about it with Justin Garcia, and I had some YouTube comments like, oh, my God, you guys relax. It's a preseason game. The amount of people that just don't. Sometimes people are like, oh, no, Bart, they just don't understand our humor. There's nothing to it. I was like, hey, Damian, let's trade him. On what fucking planet do you think a guy would say that? I mean, just why are people so fucking stupid? First preseason game I've watched from start to finish. Um, and I hope that people understand that this is, quite frankly, just a showcase and spectacle. I mean, it's a preseason game on ESPN, for God's sake. Um, I mean, Dane looks great in a Bucks jersey. It was a little surreal. Couldn't believe it was actually him. You know, he and Giannis were just out there warming up, stretching, fucking around, working on some some moves and whatnot. Um, but I think the... More interesting thing was the was being able to sort of assess what else we have on the roster. Um, in particular, campaign fantastic addition. I, I, I he is sort of the point guard backcourt depth we've been seeking uh, for quite some time. I think he's going to be a, a great addition and be kind of a steady hand uh, when Jane needs to be subbed out. Um, it, I'm going to, by the way, uh, I'm going to go with Cameron Payne because campaign is a word. And unless that's, is there like a cool nickname around that? It's, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I will officially call him Cameron Payne or CP, whatever number he wears. He's got great awareness. He's got, he's got great spacing. Uh, he's got a great floater. He can shoot it. Uh, he can pro definitely provide a spark. I can see that in, in situations where maybe we've gone down a cold spell and we need some offense quickly. I think he could light a quick spark. Um, Malik Beasley, welcome to the Wisconsin herd. That dude is not going to make what he, he he's not going to be elevated much. I expect Marjan to completely take that 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 role behind Chris. Um. Robin Lopez, my God, he's like a Neanderthal out there. Um, I was kind of making fun of him as, as I was watching him play, um, saying things like Robin C ball, Robin get ball, Robin rebound ball. He's just he's out there, just taking up space. And like he said, I don't expect him to play much. Um, Andre Jackson, I, I really, I see a lot of potential in him, a lot of promise. I think he's got great size. He's really good defensively. I think he could be great in terms of defending the wings that we have trouble defending usually in the postseason. Um, and then, <laughs> Thanasis, I know it's just a joke that he's on the roster, but how on earth was and it's shocking to, to think about the fact that, according to the Rise movie, that he was actually better than Giannis to, at a certain point, and then he got hurt, and then Giannis kind of ascended but it's just watching him out there uh but yeah it was it's just it was just a showcase for the bucks just to get some some eyes on them for people to see the the debut oh i'm cut off there you know i still haven't seen the rise movie does that make me a shitty fan 
Also, don't uh, sleep on Thanasis getting some legit run under Coach Griff. Don't don't sleep on that. Uh, Bucky has called back in. Here we go. All right, you gotta you gotta extend the duration of these Google Voice voicemail allotments because you got you got some passionate users and listeners of your show. Need them to be able to vent for at least five minutes. Um, but yeah, that was really the end of my. All right, about that, I did. I actually recently tried to extend it. I couldn't figure out how. I tried for a little bit. Uh, I put some time into it, but I couldn't figure out how. Um, if you ever want more time, I mean, recently I've done, I talked to Brett and Tosa. I talked to uh spark guy and those were, they, they were like, Hey, I got more to say than just a voicemail. Can I, can we do it? And the, yes, that's what it's for. So if you're ever willing to do that, you're more than welcome. I've talked to Jake long form before. Um, so yeah, if you've ever, if you ever got more than a voicemail and you really can talk for you know 10 minutes or so and have a nice back and forth. Let's do it. I got no problem with that. Otherwise, the Carl's Place voicemail line works just as good. I did want to discuss the badgers briefly. Oh, great. Uh, which I don't think I've ever done in, in the context of your show. But, um, yeah, in terms of badger football, this is... I, I don't know if it, it's more obvious that this is a transition year. I mean, Fickle's still coaching guys that were recruited by Chris. I don't think he gives a fuck about him. <laughs> I think one more recruiting cycle, and he'll probably be much closer to the, the, the... Some people to that, sorry to keep cutting you off, Bucky, but we're kind of having a conversation at different times uh, in life. Uh, the people fight back and say, well, he recruited, I mean, he used a transfer portal. Well, yeah, but I mean, a lot of the a lot of the fruit had already been picked, you know. It's not. It's not like these guys are like the the most ripe pear or the best bunch of or bunchel bushel pack of bananas. They're still. I mean, still tasty fruit, and all Mordecai's hurt. But uh, yeah, this is a transition year. Absolutely. Now we did think Mordecai can come in and Braylon Allen and, you know, is very good. Uh, and we had high hopes for other positions and we looked at the schedule and thought, Oh boy, because the schedule, uh, even though the playoffs expand, it's never going to be as easy on paper as it was this year uh, ever again. So even with Ohio state on it, Tim's vacation in a couple of weeks, I think we we created a false sense of uh, expectations that never should have been there. Not excusing them. I mean, you can't score six points at home against Iowa. So I'm not excusing them. In terms of the expectations we had, I am putting some water on it. In terms of the play, like Saturday was a fucking disaster. Every way you look at it. I was watching it while I was calling the forward Madison game. I was, I was doing my reads. I was doing my, uh, you know, Millipore Sigma Madison, 
voted best in Madison and Verona seven years in a row uh, while watching the game. I got more on Bucky if I can get to it. And here it is. I think he has some promise. I think he's a creative play caller, but um, I just, there, there's too much of a, a mix of Chris's recruiting classes and what Fickle's trying to achieve. Obviously, you know, air raid has been talked around a lot, but we just haven't really seen that, which is kind of funny. Um, and yeah, it, it's just a, a weird mix. I think better football will be seeking the playoffs in 2025. I don't think next year will be it either, but um, yeah, kind of like, I don't know if you watched The Office, but the Michael Scott meme of it is over, we are screwed, that's the rest of the year for Badger football. Um, but yeah, uh, that's about it for me. Hopefully the Packers can beat the Broncos and we don't make them look competent. Because, uh, you know, Matt LaFleur has had some schematic issues up until now. I don't really expect them to be alleviated, especially if you don't get Aaron Jones back. I don't know if I can watch another week of this offense without him in there. Um, or maybe we can get Romeo Dobbs more than three targets. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. If, if if we don't beat the Broncos, burn it down. Uh, but, yeah, and we could definitely be on the brink of it is over. We are screwed with the Packers as well. I don't, I don't think we're making the playoffs anyway. So, uh, nonetheless, love the show. Go back, go as always. Fear the deer on Wisconsin. Peace and love. Good stuff from Bucky. See, there you go. Hey, you know what? Three minutes, just call back. Uh, but I do appreciate Bucky's takes. Um, I still, I still enjoy the uh, voicemail when. He just came after me for being a shit soccer fan. Which, by the way, one thing I would like to do, I don't know what a good time for it is, but like those of you that like soccer, uh, nothing formal, nothing, but if I'd like to do like a, just like not even a meet, but like want to go to a bar with me and watch a game, I'd like to do that. Maybe a West Ham game if they play one of the dumb loser teams you like. Um, problem is I'm working a lot of Saturdays. So I wouldn't be able to uh, drink. And then Sunday mornings I've been working too. So we'll see. But that's something that I would like to do. And I, I put it out there because, um, hey, let's meet up and watch a soccer game. Is something that I have... Uh, with like seven other people already. One of the dads at my daycare for kid. Uh, that we've, we've had that plan for two years. Guy that lives around here. So it's like, that's our thing. You know, that that's me saying, I like you enough to want to meet with you. I'm lazy enough that I will not be doing that. But I would like to. All right. So we'll have picks uh, tomorrow. And uh, thanks again to Pete. And it's always nice to uh, just thanks for welcoming me, uh, me into your home or, or or into or into your car or uh, you know like with your families. It's, it's just uh, it's so great to be a part a part of the day to day. And uh, all right, have a good one.